0: Once upon a time, there were eight monkeys that were put together in your room. In the middle of the room, there's a ladder leading up to a bunch of bananas hooked on the ceiling. Naturally, a monkey would go up the ladder, get a banana and enjoy themselves. But the thing is, the rest of the monkeys in the room get sprayed on with ice-cold water and this would make them very, very miserable. So every time a monkey tried to go up the ladder to get a banana, the rest of these monkeys beat the shit out of him because they don't want to get sprayed on with ice-cold water again. So eventually, none of the monkeys tried to go up the ladder they didn't want to be sprayed on the cold water, despite the fact that the banana is right there. They can get to it if they wanted to. But they just sat there. So, one of the monkeys gets chucked from the room. And then a new monkey comes in. And obviously, he's looking at the bananas. It's like, why are your is not going for this bananas? So he's going to be the one to go up the ladder. And then they beat shit out of him. And after a while, he stops trying. Right? Another monkey from the old group gets taken out. A new monkey comes in. The same thing. Tries to go up the ladder. The other monkeys beat the shit out of him. And the the monkey who first came into the room before him joins in, beating the crap out of this person. And he's happy he's not on the receiving end of this for once. But he he doesn't know why he's doing it. He's just doing it because that's what happened to him. That's what the others are doing. So he's going to do it. And they keep doing that, monkey number three, monkey number four, until finally all the eight monkeys from the first group out of the room and they have a new group of eight monkeys and they all do the same thing every time a monkey tries to go up the ladder they beat the shit out of this monkey and soon none of them tried to go up the ladder now you need to remember the monkeys from group number two never got sprayed on with ice water but because this is how it's been every time you try to go up the ladder he beat the shit out of you nobody tried they all just sat there and stared at the bananas does this sound familiar do you know people who do this do you feel like society is like this when it comes to religious beliefs cultural beliefs traditions that are passed down to us do you feel like we also do this we just do things because that's how it's always been done but you don't know why you're doing this Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Drinks and Banter podcast. I am your host, Lorraine Comfort. And today I want to talk about how not to be boring. I get bored very very easily when I'm trying to have a conversation with somebody and they end up telling me that's how it's always been done. That's how my mom does it and she's never complained. That's how we do it. I don't know where. I mean, yes, I understand that you know, we are the products of how we grew up, the environments we grew up in, the people who grew up around us. But we are both adults now and when we are having a conversation and you do something in a particular way and I ask you why you cannot simply tell me because that's how it's always been done right there in that moment I'm looking at you and I'm thinking you have no original thoughts you've never actually sat down for yourself and just evaluated everything that you do how you do it why you hang out with the people you do like you basically don't do what we call introspection you just it's like your own autopilot and I'm not going to you know quarrel you for it I'm not going to discriminate you for it I'm just saying probably i are just going to be friends you know we're not going to elevate past that not even in the inner circle you're just a human being that i i know that maybe i like wearing around because you're good vibes but that's just it you know um i, I can easily wake up one day and be like bye me take this and notch back i feel like i've started to <laughs> too strong let me take it back um here in kenya uh i'm from the lua community and growing up really don't get okay at least in my family really don't get taught about different traditions or cultural values it just kind of happens When there is an event, when something happens, that's when you're told you're not supposed to be doing this. This is how it's supposed to be done. And then you're just in utter shock. You're like, what do you mean? Like, once you get married and your parents come and visit you again, you cannot sleep under the same roof. This is not something you're going to know as a kid. You're going to know when maybe older cousins of yours get married. Or maybe you see from, you know, how your parents behave with their parents. It doesn't really make sense to me now. It honestly doesn't make sense. You are my mom. We grew up together under the same roof. But now that I'm married, we cannot share the same roof anymore. I, li- I have to have a separate quarters or I'm going to have to get my mom a hotel room. And I'm thinking, you know what? Maybe back in the day, this were the made times You know, when people were living in mad houses. You know they're small and everyone is just right there in your business so it would kind of make sense to not want to sleep under the same hat with your mom or your dad and you and your husband are like right there it would be weird but now if i have a huge huge house if i have a mansion I think it should be okay you know if my mansion is big enough to have an east wing and a west wing i'll sleep on the east wing and my mom and my dad will sleep on the west wing but it's it's not allowed i I don't know if they would agree to this we're going to have to wait and find out but so far so good right now as i'm seeing it they don't my aunties don't sleep under the same roof with their kids anymore you come and visit and go It's the same way um, when I talk to a guy about cooking and cleaning. Actually, every time I've been called wife material, it was when I was cooking or cleaning. So I'm just here wondering then why the fuck am I trying so hard? Why am I trying to, you know, improve myself as a person, get a career? independent I don't know, keep myself because, you know women are supposed to keep themselves for you know, uh, their man the the one to get married with and and all these things as a woman I'm supposed to do. If at the end of the day my man is only going to want me to cook and clean Do we not have other qualities that we want in our women. A friend of mine told me that he would want a woman who would allow him to make the rules in the house that she has to follow. I'm like, what? I want to apologize for uploading this episode really late. I... I've been celebrating for almost a week and a half now or two weeks. I mean, I wanted to celebrate my graduation, but instead of throwing one big party, I just decided to enjoy it with different friends of mine on different days continuously. So... The last party I had was on Saturday and after that I recovered today. Today is when I woke up and I felt like I'm back to being myself. I had not partied this much in a long time and it took a toll on me. It took a toll on me for two days. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't move. I just felt like my body wasn't mine and i'm done with the celebrations i'm done i'm done going out from now moving forward i'm not going to party this much i feel like i have so much to do now you know um i want to make sure that i'm able to keep recording this podcast episodes make time to meet with other people to do these episodes with There's so much I still need to do besides recording the episodes. There's so much going on. Growing the brand to this podcast is... There's a lot. There's a lot, basically, I want to do. And if I go out and party and drink, I'm not going to be mentally ready for all of this. So, I'm done partying till December, maybe... I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. um So back to cultures and traditions and um, beliefs that we have that we don't know why we do. I have so many friends right now who are telling me that they do not subscribe to any religion. It's that the, they don't necessarily not believe in god they just don't subscribe to any religion they're on their own spiritual journey these are people who've sat down and they've realized that it doesn't make sense everything that you were taught in your religion religion that you didn't even choose to have you are the religion that you are because you grew up with people who are already doing that And if you wanted to change, obviously it's going to be a big deal. So people just unsubscribe. They unsubscribe their own, their own journey. And I think I like that. I think that is amazing because for once we can have solid conversations about this. You know, you can actually ask why and not feel like you're going to be shunned from the society. I don't know what was your earliest memory with religion, but let me tell you mine, it's scary. It's super traumatizing, to be honest. I've been thinking about it. I'm like, what's the earliest memory I have when it comes to how I was brought up in religion, what I was told, what I saw. And I'd have to say, this is when I was in boarding school. I was in boarding school from class 5. So this is from class 5 to 8. I was in one school. And we we were mixed with high school and primary school. So we would all go together to the dining hall. And that's what, where we'd have the service. Sometimes it'd have our own teachers being the ones to preach to us, even our principal. Other times, it would be somebody from outside. So, I can't say I remember exactly what I was taught, but the things that I remember are traumatizing. There are times that we would go to church you have praise and worship as usual right and then you have the presentations and then all of that and then finally now we get the preaching then during the preaching this man towards the end of his preaching now they start talking about being possessed and then demons and all of these things and they start saying that they've noticed that there are students who have been demon possessed and they want to pray for these people. So, all of a sudden, obviously, you're alarmed. You don't know if you're the one who's been demon possessed, or it's your friend sitting right next to you, or it's your bedmates in the dormitories. You don't know. Because if said there's somebody, somebody in the crowd has been demon possessed. Now, at this age, I'm like, 10 or 11 10 11 12 years old I don't know jack shit I, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck is going on first of all I'm in boarding school I don't even like it I didn't like the fact that I was taken to boarding school so early on in my life I was so soft I couldn't stand out for myself that much but the funny thing is when I meet people from primary school they tell me that I was so scary They didn't even know how to talk to me. And I'm like, well, it must have been two different parallel universes because that's not how I felt. Okay, so they start praying, all right? Everyone is told to stand up or you kneel down and you start praying and you pray with all your heart. Don't think about anything else. Just pray. everyone is praying all right everyone is praying you don't know what the fuck you're praying about but you just pray. people start screaming all right somebody from the back of the hall just starts screaming somebody else from another partner starts screaming and it's like what the fuck is going on and you're told don't be alarmed okay don't be scared because if you're scared the demon is going to come to you it's going to possess you if you start laughing they're going to possess you if you start crying you'll be possessed and i'm like what are you talking about i have to have some form of reaction to this this is something completely new all right there are demons in the area how the fuck am i not meant to cry be scared, laugh at the situation because it's funny. These people are just screaming and they're on the floor and it looks like they're convulsing, but they're not. And it's th- I can't react in any way. I'm I'm 10 years old. I don't know how to I don't know who to talk to about this because it does not make sense. So all those people who are possessed, they get taken to the front of the room next to the other teachers over there and the pastors and they're being prayed for. And then after all those prayers, now people are the ones who've been prayed for now. They're giving their testimony. How do they feel? How have they been feeling? Being demon possessed? You know, someone actually changed their voices. I would they would just start, talking in a different voice which now makes it even more believable it's like okay okay there are demons in this bitch i can't cry i can't laugh i can't be scared i have to pray and you're told don't open your eyes have to close your eyes and pray that's the only thing you can do How the fuck is that my earliest memory of religion? Honestly, demon possession. And we're supposed to be functioning properly right now. (laughs) So these guys are talking about their, how, you know, they felt, what they were seeing. I remember one girl saying that When the night before, when she was going to the dormitory from the classes, she bumped into a skeleton, a walking skeleton, and it was half gold and half skeleton. And probably that's when she got possessed. Another girl, now this one is my classmate. She had a necklace. That somebody had given to her. And during the service, you know, her arm started feeling itchy. So when she checked her arm, there was a face looking at her, staring at her, and laughing during the service. And I'm like, I'm seated in the same row as this girl. And she was having a demon on her hand laughing at her it was scary this this went on for four years okay four years having being talked to about demon possession and how if you're not a good child you're going to go to hell so i don't know if you're like me but i remember getting saved every single sunday Cause I used to feel like I have been a bad child. I've been sinning all week. I need to get saved, or I'm not going to go to heaven. Do you know how that fucked up it is? Do you know how that, how fucked up that is? It's messed up. It's completely messed up. Religion for a child is something very traumatizing especially in african countries so when i meet people who say that they have unsubscribed to religion completely they are just on their own spiritual journey i get it i get it i'm right there with you this shit is something else it is something else I was reading a post sometime online a while back. I think this was during COVID. I just had nothing much to do. So there's like a bunch of, you know, like spirituality groups on Facebook. So I was just there going through their post. And then um, there's this one person who was asking, why are children who are born out of redlock, you know, we could say like no one really they're looked down upon basically you know once uh, mostly back in the day right now i feel like poor are more accepting but back in the day if you were a bastard child everything everything just crumbled for you right there and then and this person was asking but like especially in the christian religion she said, Jesus was also born out of wedlock. You know, because his parents were not Mary and Joseph. And he was born before they got married. And that's okay. But everyone else born out of wedlock is seen as an outcast in society. And that was the very first time I thought about it like that. Because I, had, I hadn't even thought about it. I was like... That's a good question. You know? I think I think you've seen or rather I hope you've seen. Um I don't hope you've seen. Have you seen? <laughs> I'm too baked. <laughs> I'm so baked. Have you seen posts online that maybe like a story of how somebody went to church? And they didn't feel welcomed because they were dressed in a certain way. They looked a certain way. And they were not welcomed, you know. And they go to the bar. And the button just, they're so welcoming. I want to hear everything you have to say. They're there for you. They even, you know, like they just take their time to be with you. When I started seeing things like this, it's, it's when I started feeling like, okay, yeah. I need to ask why you know and i feel like i've been on this why journey for a very long time because even as a kid i used to wonder why the fuck am i in school why i look at my 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 friends reading and studying so hard and i'm just chilling i'm like why are you doing this what is this for and if somebody had answered me back then if we would have had a conversation i would have started you know i would have completely just not going to school i would have fought it like just really really fought against it because i'm done with school now and it's like <laughs> it's like i haven't even started doing anything it's like everything i've done so far is it wasn't for me you know it was for society You know you have to go to school you will be more socially acceptable if you have a degree because even i asked the people who um who have actually started working like the friends of mine that i was in school with who started working and i asked them so do they actually look at the grades that you got you see how you get like first class second class upper division or lower division whatever Do they actually look at that or do they just look at the fact that you have a degree? This is why it's so easy to forge degrees. It doesn't matter. Why do we need that degree? It's not for you. It's for society to accept you. Why do you dress the way you do? Are you doing it for society? Are you doing it for yourself? The life that you're living, the pictures that you're posting online, Your traditional beliefs. The person that you choose to be in a relationship with. Why are you there with them? There's a friend of mine who told me how. Him, he lives in Mombasa. His wife lives in Nairobi with their son. I was like, what? What do you mean? Why would you do that? It's like you'll understand when you get married. I'm like, what? What do you mean? I wanna know. You know, such things do not really encourage me to wanna get married. Let me tell you another story. This is a post I read on Instagram from a page from a page called fuck patriarchy so this woman was saying how she went on a trip for 16 days she left the husband with the kids at home and she wasn't worried about anything she didn't bother making a timetable for them she didn't bother cooking foods for them and like packing them in the fridge she didn't even do laundry she just Packed her bags and left. The only thing was that she missed her kids. She felt sad that they missed her, but she was not worried at all. So at first I was wondering why was she emphasizing on the fact that she wasn't worried? And then she said, now you see the problem is it's it's her. Her children being left behind was not the problem. Her husband being left behind with the kids was not the problem. The problem was her saying that she wasn't worried about leaving her husband with the kids at home for 16 days was weird that was the problem the fact that she can do that was weird apparently out here the woman does everything when a woman wants to travel she has to do all the laundry she has to pack food in the fridge you know if she has a younger toddler, this, she'd have to travel with that one. She can't leave that one at home. Um, she was saying how, when they were together, in, what, like, uh, Let's just call it a charmer, okay? Just like a, a gathering of her and other women we were just chilling and talking. All these other moms were saying how their husbands are cavemen; they have to be taken care of. You know, this one mom was going away for two weeks. She had to go with her youngest son and had two daughters she has two daughters for like age six and four or staying at home with the with the the man she had to teach the six-year-old girl how to do the the lunch you know she's telling her to remind her dad that this is how their school lunches are packed she had to cook so much food and put it in the fridge she Had to make sure she done all the laundry and carry her youngest son because the dad couldn't take care of you know this kids. so this first woman is very very angry at the fact that it's normal for this six-year-old kid to be the one to take up all those responsibilities and there's a grown-ass man in the house a whole doctor He can't do these things. And other women, the other moms are like, yeah, that's how it is. When I was looking at the comment section, there's this uh, woman who was saying she's a vet, vet. She's a vet. And every time men, you know, most of the time when men bring their pets, you know, for a checkup, they don't know anything about the dog. They don't know the type of food the dog eats, the shots they've taken so far. They just don't know anything about the dog. The men are always like, My wife is the one who does all these things. And I was just there, like, Oh my God. I can't have that. <laughs> I can't. Me? Have stress like this? Already as a woman, I feel like life is just a lot. When I leave the house, I have to make sure that I dress up in a certain way in that I look attractive, yes. But also, it's probably not too sexy, especially during the day. It's not too sexy for me to attract so much attention that, you know would cause me problems from men okay I feel like I work I have to push through so many levels of glass ceilings for me to get to where I want to go to I have to be like this be like that so that one day I can get married (laughs) I mean there's just so much shit basically for me as a girl and then now The one place, the one place, the one person that I'm supposed to be feeling like at home with. You know, after all the shit I've been out there going through. When I come back home, the place that I'm supposed to be feeling like this is a sanctuary for me. This is my safe haven. It's another job? I'm not doing that. sorry I can't do that this is why it's important to get to know somebody before you marry this person you need to get to know how this person grew up I was having a conversation with a friend of mine about cooking and cleaning all right he was busy telling me how feminism is all you know not feminism is all about cooking and cleaning but when I told him I didn't like cooking and cleaning that much He's, he he said but i thought you decided to tap into your more feminine side i'm like so you think my feminine side has to do with cooking and cleaning you see we were, we were having this conversation about cooking and cleaning he said that his mom doesn't mind cooking and cleaning for him and his dad You think that is okay letting your mom at your age cook and clean for you you think that is okay you have to wait for her to complain about it for you to do something about it all this here is just taking care of you is not enough And just like that, we're done. We're maybe going to be friends, but we're never going to go beyond that. Because that's the same way you're going to treat me. You're going to expect me to be cooking and cleaning for you, despite the fact that both of us are going to work. And you tell me, but my mom never complained. You need to have a conversation with somebody about they how they grew up with their siblings i've come to realize that it's actually not normal for you to just be okay with your siblings or with your cousins when i tell people that me and my siblings we don't fight it's something very foreign not to everyone but to Some people, it's a very foreign thing. Like you and your siblings have to fight. I'm like, why do we have to fight? We don't. We we grew up together. We know each other really well, so we don't step on each other's shoes like that. You know, he he likes this. He doesn't like this. This is how he is. This is how he reacts to things. So there's no problem. You know, we've accepted each other the way we are. We're not trying to compete against each other. We're trying to grow together. When I'm with my cousins, we even have a YouTube channel together that will go back to this coming year. We're going to go back to shooting videos. Me and my cousins, when we're together and then we invite somebody from outside to hang out with us, they're always very shocked at how we're so welcoming and it's just good vibes with us and they don't understand how cousins can be this close. And that's why you need to have that conversation with someone. Those are you have to you can't just talk about, okay, both of you have money. Fine. That's off the table. Let's talk about you. You didn't grow up with this person. All those years have been in this world when you were not there. A lot of things were happening. You need to talk about those things. You don't necessarily have to be somebody who comes from a good family, you know like uh, a healthy family even if they come from an unhealthy family but they recognize that it was unhealthy and they're willing to move forward and create new cultures new traditions together with you in your family together that's what i'm talking about So when somebody tells me that they don't want to live in the same house with their wife and son, it saddens me, honestly. It really does. Because number one, they are definitely dealing with a lot themselves. And number two, this the person that you're with, you didn't marry them out of love on it, obviously this was out of convenience because you felt like "It's, it's time it's time i need to get married i'm not getting old i need to have kids i feel like marriage is not so bad it's tough but it's not so bad it's the reason to get into marriage how you get into it that's the problem I don't know why it would be so bad for you as a man to want to be the one to wake up early in the morning, to go wake up your son, prepare him for for school, show him how to tie a tie, impart words of wisdom to him in the morning, you know, bond with him before he goes to school. Sit down with him and meditate. Setting intentions for the day. Because when these kids become teenagers, they're not going to want to do shit with you. They're going to want to go out there, hang out with girls, do all of the, all of the things. So when they have the time now when they're young, I would want to get home one day and find my husband or my boyfriend, if you have a kid before marriage, cooking with our son or our daughter. They're not sitting... Legs on the table waiting for me to do the cooking. Passing down a secret recipe to your son. Obviously, as women, there are also things that we would do that we can't. You know, like, on my side, I would say, um, let's say if you have dogs in the house. I'm going to make the effort to bond with those dogs, get to know what they eat or they don't eat. How they're taken care of, of what month, what months they're supposed to get their shots, the type of food, and stuff like that. So, even if my husband or my boyfriend is traveling, he doesn't have to worry about the dogs. You know, like, we need to ask ourselves why do we do things the way we do? You need to be open to changing these things. Because, guys, the world is changing, okay? We are moving into the metaverse. And they're not targeting you. They're targeting your kids. Your kids are the ones who are going to be embracing the metaverse more than we are. And you're not going to tell them anything different. You're not going to... Sit there and tell them your old traditional values, your old cultural values. They're not going to listen to that. Kids are becoming smarter and smarter every single generation. So you need to evolve. So right now, if somebody asks me, "What do I want from my relationship?" I want somebody who can evolve with me. Change is not easy. It's not, it's not. But as long as I know that you're open to it, then we can work something out. So yeah, you come and tell me. But my mom does it and she doesn't complain. But that's how we've always been doing it. But me and our siblings, we fight, and I'm just like, bro. I'm sorry. I mean we can still be friends But we're never going to Evolve beyond that we, you, we can't, you can't be in my inner circle Or we can't Evolve to now a relationship So just, just be open to it Just be open to something new Be open to a new experience in Kenya I've had a lot of guys tell me that they want to have a big belly because they're going to look like a sponsor I hope the narrative has changed especially now after COVID a lot of people started working out I hope the narrative has started changing because I'm not gonna have you with your big belly if I'm here trying to work out and take care of myself I want to look good you're gonna have to do the same thing You and your big belly are going to start having health issues. And we're going to spend all our money taking care of your health issues. Because you didn't want to eat well and work out. So yeah, I guess I just want to say that you should be open to change. It's hard. You don't know why your parents did the things that they did. So you're not going to pass it down to your kids. Because that's what your parents did if you don't have a solid why you cannot pass it down this is your bloodline okay best believe that what you do the things that you say how you behave is going to be passed down through generations and why did your great 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 grandchild is going to be saying, we do this in this family because that's how my great-great-great-great-great-grandfather or grandmother did it. She's the one who started this tradition. We need to have new traditions. We need to have new cultural values. We need to have a better way of passing down religious beliefs that will not traumatize your kids. Ladies and gentlemen, I've been really baked through this whole session. I kind of feel like, you know, um, I've enjoyed myself. What do you want to pass down to your children, to their children? What do you want future generations from your bloodline? What do you want them to be saying about you? Mm -hmm. are you sitting down and you are thinking I just want to good vibes and inshallah until I'm in my 50s I think I want my generation years to come to be like we are here today because our great 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 grandmother Lorraine Comfort this. Alright? She's the one who started this in this family. And that's why we're successful today. That's why we're prosperous today. And for me to do that, I have to let go of these traditions and cultures and beliefs that do not serve me. And so baby, if you want to be with me like that, you also have to be thinking like this. Even my friends. We're all going to have to be thinking like this, all right? We're not just sitting here like, let's enjoy life because we're young. We have to think about future generations, all right? Because you came from somebody and somebody's going to come out of you. That is the end of this episode. I... I feel, I'm baked, I'm I'm really baked, okay? If I don't finish this now, (laughs) it would be a disaster. Think about it, okay? Think about it. Let me know what you think. We need to have new traditions, new cultures. Everyone needs to be on their own spiritual journey. Before you approach somebody putting all your value on money the money that you make out there telling somebody how you're going to make their lives better you're going to do this for them do that for them i personally feel like i'm tired of that narrative everybody who just wants a relationship or marriage is all about i'm gonna do this for you i'm gonna travel the world i'm open this business for you and I'm like that's nice honestly that's nice um I'm gonna pretend to give a shit about you for a few months because of all that money you're gonna take me there do this and do that for me but I I think I'm more into a relationship that has passion that has desire I want it there there are things that you can experience with somebody that has nothing to do with money and that's the kind of relationship that I'm looking for and we're not going to have that if we're not on the same page mentally if you look at me and all you see is cooking and cleaning just go just just go, don't don't even waste your time. Don't. Don't even bother. Before we start advocating for human rights or better healthcare or let's start with us. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to this episode. This wasn't a ranting episode like the ones I've done before. This was just me thinking out loud. And I would like to hear what you think. Slide into my DMs um, at the Drinks and Banter Podcast on Instagram or at Lori underscore on instagram as well or if you have my number just text me on whatsapp and let's talk about this let's talk about those traditions that you understand why you do them you know the cultural beliefs that you have what you want to change for yourself you know I enjoy such conversations, really. I enjoy such conversations a lot more than wanting to go out and drink, you know. And when I finally go out and drink, I'm going all the way out and then I'm done for a very long time. So now it's all about eating healthy, working out, meditation, take care of my mental, spiritual and emotional health physically as well connecting with people and I think by doing that I'm going to be able to put out more content because a lot of the things I'm going to be saying are honestly an original thought this is just how I feel and I'm open to listening to different opinions as well Take care of yourself. Have a fantastic week ahead. And, you know, peace. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.